0: Hello and welcome to the Morgan Man Sports Podcast, wherever you may be getting your podcast from. Now, officially on Spotify, SoundCloud.com, or Google Play Podcast, wherever you may be getting your podcast from, make sure you're subscribing for the latest sports information that surrounds you. Yes, guys, that is right. I'm officially on Spotify.com now, under, of course, the Morgan Man Sports Podcast, And I'm very excited for this. Now, this is the beta version of the Spotify podcast series. Uh, So hopefully everything will go right, which I think it will, because Spotify is a big time company and they're, of course, going to make sure everything is up to date and working like very right in the situations that are happening. Uh, It didn't even take long for me to get my podcast, you know, published on Spotify. So definitely that's a good thing. And I'm just I'm excited to expand out. And also I am using the hashtag MM Sports Podcast. I'll have that below in the description below for you guys to use that on Twitter, Facebook, or just commenting in the comment section of either, like I said, Spotify, Google Play, or SoundCloud.com. So guys, we got a lot to discuss today. It's actually just two topics, but it's gonna be Fastlane Predictions and Overwatch League Stage 1 Week 4 preview. So let's go ahead over on to the WWE side of things. So of course, Fastlane is within just two more days, and I am very excited for this, guys, because now we actually have some matches we can watch without being bored to death. So to start off with, now these are no in no particular order, these are the official matches set for this Sunday at Fastlane. But we'll go ahead and start off with the kickoff show, and that is Reym versus vs. Anzharane Tensions between these two have increased for weeks, and it was announced after SmackDown on Tuesday that they would go head-to-head once again at Fastlane. Unfortunately, the match is being given pre-show billing, which should give it a good run time, but not the eyeballs of the respect that it deserves. And rightfully so, I think that the pre-show... Honestly, need it to have been the women's tag team championship match because I mean yes, it's a new thing, and plus you get the boss and hug connection, but I don't know. I think that the title needs to work itself up in the respective matter, but but again, you know, we're getting a good match on the pre-show. Uh, not not nothing like we've had before, which uh, which is of course like the cruiserweights, which a lot of people do care about the cruiserweights. But me in particular, it's just it's just an added thing that really no one cares about. And honestly, they just need to put cruiserweights and on Raw and SmackDown, split them up. You know, don't have them you know on a separate show by itself because that's what kills a lot of the views right there. Now, NXT, I see that being its own separate show, but Triple H is doing one hellacious of a job on NXT with all the people that are being called up or that are staying over there like Adam Cole, baby, and (laughs) just absolutely killing it with the Undisputed Era. So that is on the pre-show. I do have Rey Mysterio beating Andrade, sayonamas, on the kickoff show and hopefully... I want to see this go into a WrestleMania match, but not on the pre-show. Uh, but then there again, you know, I kind of... <laughs> there's got to be something added to this match between uh, Rey Mysterio and uh, Cian Because I just don't want a regular show like I'm getting at Fastlane this Sunday. Alright, so now uh, we're knowing, like I said, knowing no particular order right here. Uh, the WWE Championship, Daniel Bryan versus Kevin Owens. Vince McMahon pulled Kofi Kingston out of the match Tuesday night on SmackDown, if I'm not mistaken, two weeks ago, with uh, fans raining down booze on the WWE chairman as he announced Owens as a replacement. This, despite Kingston pinning Bryan twice, including once in one-on-one competition, with Kingston's massive rise in popularity, it appears that WWE has flipped its WrestleMania plans, with Owens finding at Fastlane and Kingston getting the opportunity in New York. Definitely, I see that happening, guys, and I... And I'm with everybody in this situation. If it ain't happening at Fastlane, it needs to happen at WrestleMania. Because Kofi Kingston has been in the league for 11 years, and, and it's about time for him to have a WWE title run. Uh, now, I don't want to see him defend it against anybody the night before Survivor Series in November. I really don't want to see that because we already know what happens. Jinder Mahal lost his title. AJ Styles lost his title the night before Survivor Series. So I don't want to see that happen to Kofi. I want to see it happen. If he loses the title, I want to see it happen at next year's WrestleMania, uh, WrestleMania 36. But with Kevin Owens coming back, I think this is just more of a, Getting him back to the shape of things. I know he's been in training, but you know, he hasn't really been like in that one on one competition for a while. So he's gonna obviously be sore. So this is just getting him back into the uh the process of you know wrestling again from being out from injury. Uh this was added Monday night, Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair. It was gonna be the raw women's championship because everybody thought well, well, Stephanie McMahon thought Ronda Rousey actually vacated the title, and then Ronda Rousey showed up saying, "Give me back my damn title." And then, of course, Ronda beat up Charlotte. I mean, um, well, she threw something at Charlotte, but beat up Becky, and and then Stephanie, of course, went to the backstage area, and then, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's Charlie interviewer, and then Stephanie McMahon did come out and say that. At Fastlane this Sunday, it will be Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair. And if Becky Lynch wins, she'll be added to the match at WrestleMania, which will be the main event at WrestleMania as a triple threat match. I'm liking this right here, and everybody keeps saying, you know, this is how it's going to lead. Uh, but I personally don't think that Charlotte Flair needs to be in this match at WrestleMania. I think it should just be Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey because Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey has had more of the feud opportunities going on and then charlotte flair because charlotte flair has been just added to this there is no storyline really between her and ronda i mean it's just been more becky and ronda and it all started with becky invading raw uh monday night before survivor series if i'm not mistaken and there you have it. you know you're starting that feud up and then whenever Everybody saw that, they said, oh yeah, definitely, it's Ronda vs. at WrestleMania <laughs> next year, definitely. Uh, also, uh, with the now-renew reunion, uh, The Shield versus Drew McIntyre, Bear Corbett, and Bobby Lashley, with well, Dean Ambrose set to leave the company following WrestleMania, we're getting one final Shield reunion. The trio reunited on the go-home edition of Raw at the request of Roman Reigns. And this bout will serve as the Big Dog's first match back as his leukemia went into remission. Should be a feel-good moment seeing Reigns, Rollins, and Ambrose take apart some competition one last time. Uh, I believe this is uh just... I don't know. I don't want to piss off a lot of S.H.I.E.L.D. fans because my sister, she is a... Uh, huge fan of the shield but i think this is just it's overdone i mean seriously i mean every any time that either seth rollins leaves dean ambrose leaves or roman reigns leaves the shield breaks up and then gets back together is every freaking time and i'm getting tired of the shield being a thing let that thing be a, a I think in the past. Let that be 2013, 14, 15. Whenever they were dominant. And now they have grown into their own characters. Seth is facing Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania 35 for the Universal Championship. Roman Reigns is obviously going to have to be added into this match some way, somehow. I don't know how. But I think personally it's going to come down to Roman Reigns either being a special guest referee or turning heel on Seth Rollins after winning the Universal Championship against Brock Lesnar. Dean Ambrose, uh, that is still unknown. Roman Reigns is working with uh, the creative talent backstage along with Vince McMahon to get Dean a brand new contract that's worth a lot more money and that will most likely probably guarantee him a WWE Universal title run or something like that. Uh, I don't know too much about that situation, but I just do know that Roman Reigns is currently working on the situation about Dean Ambrose not leaving WWE. SmackDown Women's Championship, Asuka versus Mandy Rose. Uh, this is obviously going to be a given. Uh, sorry, Corey Grace, but Asuka is going to win at Fastlane to retain the SmackDown Women's championship and honestly i would but at the same time i low-key would love to see mandy rose become the smackdown women's champion uh she's worked very hard really and i know a lot of people say oh she cheats or she never wrestles she gets pinned a lot you know i know that i know that but now since she's starting to talk a lot more uh getting this character build up of god's greatest creation and just other things, and had a very great performance at Elimination Chamber for the uh, women's tag team titles. Had a very great run against the uh, Boston Hug Connection. So definitely, I would love to see it. But it's also going to come down to Oscar retaining at Fastlane. <laughs> SmackDown Tag Team Championships to Usos versus The Miz and Shane McMahon. Although automatic rematches aren't supposed to be the norm these days. McMahon went ahead and gave his team another shot at the tag team titles as they lost to the Usos at the Elimination Chamber. With Fastlane, with, excuse me, with Fastlane taking place in Miz's hometown of Cleveland, Ohio, some sort of shenanigans will be in order. So definitely this is going to set up where the Miz or Shane McMahon is going to turn heel on one another. I think it's going to be the Miz turning heel. So, here we go. I, I, I'm glad that The Miz is turning heel. He's better as a heel than he is a babyface. And I think with him turning heel, getting Shane man out of the way, I think this is going to lead up to where Dan, uh, The Miz is going to start winning more matches and have the biggest opportunity of his life to become WWE, Championship, excuse me, WWE Champion before his contract runs out, if I'm not mistaken, next year or the year after. The women's tag team championship, like I said at the top of the show, Boston Hug Connection versus Nia Jax and Tamina. It's obviously a given uh Boston Hug Connection, Bailey, and Sasha is gonna win this one. And I think personally what's gonna happen uh going forward to WrestleMania is that you're gonna have maybe a six woman. Tag team match, but it's gonna be in the match of uh, well a form of a ladder match, like it was back two years ago for the Raw Tag Team Championships. If I'm not mistaken, whenever Jeff and Matt Hardy return and won the titles anyways. So I think that's what's gonna happen at this certain situation going forward to WrestleMania after Fastlane. Raw Tag Team Championships the Revival versus Aleister Black and Ricochet and Bobby Roode and Chad Gable. So it's a triple threat tag team match. Uh, I really see, this is a really hard one. Uh, I want to say the Revival's going to win this one. Uh, Aleister Black and Ricochet is, is a strong favorite in this situation. I don't see Bobby Roode and Chad Gable winning this one again. Uh, that was just, that, it was fun for the ride for what, the month and month or two. Of them being champions, but after that, that it was really about it. But the revival was long past due, and now they got new opportunity to. Well, they have opportunity to go up against new opponents, which is Aleister Black and Ricochet. So I'm definitely happy to see that. But I think the revival is going to win this Sunday at Fastlane. <clears throat> Alright guys, so that is it right there, so let me know what you think in the comment section below on all the streaming platforms, wherever you may be getting this podcast from. So now let's switch on over to our final topic of the day, which is Overwatch League Stage 1 Week 4 Preview. So currently as we sit right now, your division leaders are New York Escalar at 6-0 with uh, 18 to 16 with one tie, a differential of plus 12 on map count. And for the Pacific is the Vancouver Titans at 4-0 with a map win loss of 13-4 with zero ties and a differential of plus nine. Other teams are Atlanta Rain, San Francisco Shock, the Charge, and the Philadelphia Fusion. So now if we're going in to the schedule right here, and i've already did mention uh thursday's matchups which is actually taking place uh as we speak right now at <laughs> the time of this podcast uh, so hopefully my predictions are right and hopefully nothing will go wrong and uh, hopefully atlanta rain will secure that number 3 spot uh if not maybe the number 2 if the vancouver titans lose This Friday's, which I'm actually getting to that right now. Paris Eternal versus the Vancouver Titans at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I think the Paris Eternal could pull up the upset and derank the Vancouver Titans, which will bring the Atlanta Reign to the number two seed in the Stage 1 playoffs. Uh, and I think that personally it's going to go down to a 3-2 overtime win. Like I said, with the Paris Eternal. New York Escalar versus San Francisco Shock. I think New York is going to win this one. Uh, I haven't really watched much of the San Francisco Shock matches, but New York Escalar does look unstoppable. And really about the only team I see beating them is the Atlanta Reign, if not, if not the Vancouver Titans. Uh, Friday's last matchup is Dallas Fuel versus Shanghai Dragons. I think that the Dallas Fuel is going to win this one. And if you go over to the postseason playoff cutoffs, Shanghai Dragons are sitting at the number 14th spot with uh, Dallas Fuel sitting at the number 10 spot. So they are more close to actually making the playoffs. So actually, Dallas Fuel is going to walk out of this one again in a 3-2 overtime situation. Saturday's matchups you got the Los Angeles Valiant versus the Houston Outlaws. I say the Houston Outlaws is going to win this one because the Valiant just does not look that impressive this year. Last year they were they, they looked unstoppable. And if I'm not mistaken, I think they did make the playoffs if I'm not mistaken. And now here it is. The uh, second season and they're still uh they're they're defeated. They're at number 20 in the playoff, um in the playoff cutoffs. Uh from the Pacific Division, they are oh zero wins and five losses. Guys, that's <laughs> that's not good. <laughs> that's definitely not good. The Washington Justice is not doing any good. Florida Mayhem is not <laughs> doing no good. Uh the Los Angeles Gladiators definitely still ain't doing no good. So for the Houston Outlaws to be a 2-3 win-loss team. I think they're going to improve to 3-3, but still not meet the playoffs. Uh, Soul Dynasty versus the Washington Justice, Like I said, Soul Dynasty is probably going to win this one easily 4-0. The Charge versus the Gladiators on Saturday's matchup. I was going to say the Charge is going to win this one. Uh, probably 3-1. The Spark versus the Toronto Defiant, I think the Toronto Defiant is going to find that win and maybe secure a spot. If not, they're going to be in the playoff section, but going to wait to see what happens on Sunday's matchups. But Toronto Defiant wins 3-2 overtime. Now we got Paris Eternal versus the San Francisco Shock on Sunday's matchup at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which uh, I think, if I'm not mistaken, five hours back, so 2, 1, 12. So I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, But anyway, so Paris Eternal versus San Francisco Shock. I think that the Paris Eternal is going to win this one again, and it's going to knock the San Francisco Shock. Way down in the league. So right now, as we speak, on Thursday, we're having the San Francisco Shock be at the number four spot in the playoffs for Stage 1. I think with the Paris Eternal, they're going to be right there where Philadelphia Fusion's at and knock San Francisco Shock out of the playoffs. Next up is the London Spitfire versus the Shanghai Dragons. I think London Spitfire is on a roll here lately. Uh, they are three and two currently as we're speaking, the time of this recording, with the Shanghai Dragons, of course, being fourteenth in the in the postseason playoff cutoff. And so, really, the London Spitfire is definitely going to improve to a four and two and win the match three o. I mean, excuse me, four o. And then Florida Mayhem versus Boston Uprising, I think Boston Uprising is going to win this one, 4-0 as well, Vancouver Titans, this is where it's going to get really interesting, so Paris Eternal knocks, knocks them down pretty good, so the Vancouver Titans, of course, are really pissed off right now, so they're going up against the Hunters at 7.30pm Eastern Standard Time, so I don't know what that is in Pacific. But anyways, uh, the Vancouver Titans are looking for redemption and they are going to get it against the Hunters. But still, it's going to be a low rank while the Atlanta Rain sits at the number two spot in the Stage 1 playoffs. And guys, that is all I have for today. But uh, hopefully everything like I said comes true and hopefully my Thursday predictions come true as well. Uh, For Fastlane this Sunday I am expecting a very good show Really uh, A lot of the storytelling Of what's going to happen from the creative side Of uh, Vince McMahon's st- Stupid brain uh, Is going to Pay off Because me personally I think why they're doing this To like Coco Kingston or Becky Lynch Is like one week, Vince is coming out saying, no, no, hell no, no, you're not the man or the woman for the job. Uh, This man is. You know, He's making these fans mad, and that's what you're supposed to do. Well, not all the time because then if you really just keep pissing them off, they're not going to watch the show. But, for a certain situation like this, it's the road to WrestleMania. So, obviously, you're going to have some heartbreaks, and you're going to have some up moments. So, with these heartbreaks, like Kofi kicks it getting robbed out of the WWE title shot at Fastlane this Sunday that kind of makes you mad as a fan so it makes you want to tune in to Fastlane to Monday Night Raw to Smackdown and and watch to see if they're going to correct it and if they don't correct it you're going to like well I'm still pissed off but I'm going to wait next week to see what they're going to do because it's getting closer and closer to that pay-per-view that's what that, I like how WWE is implementing that, but I just I just think personally, if you keep that up for too long of pissing off these fans, like you know weeks before the the WrestleMania match or even a even like a SummerSlam or a Royal Rumble, they're they're gonna get tired of that and they're gonna just tune away. They're gonna tune away, and you're not gonna get these viewers back because. Hey, you he done pissed them off so for not giving them what they want. So, uh, anyways, Fastlane is supposed to be a good pay per view this this weekend. I hope it is really, <laughs> and and of course the next pay per view is WrestleMania. So guys, like I said, I have that's all the time I have for today. But I sure hope you did enjoy today's podcast. And if you did, make sure to hit that like button on both Spotify. SoundCloud.com or Google Play Podcast, wherever you may be getting your podcast from. Make sure you are also subscribing for to learn the latest sports information that surrounds you. Till then guys, I Cole Morgan. will catch you guys later. Peace. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office.